wake and bake with the boys Pull out some weed and get high Dude smoking on the phone while Scotty's talking Way too long, got time to smoke one more Taking the message to the people now Keep smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down Talk, hanging out with a little bit of grow in the afternoon. Yeah, a little bit of talking. 420. My kid has a talent show. I don't know if they'll be participating or not, but it's on 420. You know, maybe maybe they know what they're doing up in that elementary school. Yeah, man. Everybody's judging a little bit more happy, a little bit more compassion about the kid's effort, you know? Yeah. Or it's so all the mm. teachers can kind of have a day off. I wonder if anybody tries joint rolling for a smoke weed. Oh, what if anybody tries joint rolling for a talent show? The rose petals, you idiot! Come on now. Be cool. Right, we'll be a lot cooler if they did. For grow talk today to Yankee Danky. What's up, Yankee Danky? Uh, as I, Scotty busted my balls, so what? You can buy executive. Yeah, I didn't bust your now? Yankee Danky though, did I? He was hanging out over at gardening you the letter u.com and uh picked up a subscription bundle uh which gets you a membership over there or more more or less you're just supporting the show also gets a burn pack with it but on the same gardening you page guys that we did the gardening you because it, it's nothing associated with dude grows as far as if you want to go over there and check out we thought some people in prohibition land might be fearful of using on one of the most canada specific sites on the net dudegrows.com um, but we throw in some other things in there to help, you know, if you just want to straight donate, you can click the donate button, or if you want to get some value and put some green sensations in your garden, go over there. There's one liters for the best deal in on, on earth for the yes. DGC. So check it out. I will be using green sensation. I will be doing some A and B trials and seeing what, seeing what I find out and seeing if it does bring the dank. I've heard what, like I've in heard. your, uh, garden where you're going to have like your four or five cannabis plants and seven or 10 gals. They're not so those because you can't be putting no green sensations in your no-till, man. That's not acceptable. No, man. I think I should be having that wallapini built soon enough, man. I should be having some some plants in there, man. You know, have people move in. It's a separate residence, man. You know, I get my <laughs> there's my twelve there, right? Gotcha, gotcha. All right, then <laughs> I will uh, move on to again. Thanks, Yankee Danky. We'll get you straightened out. Appreciate it. Yeah, you got it, man. Yeah, you got it. I didn't do anything. <laughs> Who's growing sometimes? Well, we're doing that too, by the way, guys. I'm trying to, uh, you know, I, I'm on uh, some old, old 1080 gear here, man. Guru's got the the buy list. He's like, we're gonna make dude look good. We got to get a new camera. We're trying to get some new studio chairs and up it one more level for production. I cannot believe that oh, 1080 yeah, is lights. old gear. So anyway. Let's see who's growing some dank here. Hashtag Dude Grow Show, guys. Instagram, checking it out. First one here, pulling on up is from. Colorado Sherlock, haha. Yeah. It says, look at a beautiful picture of just some like <laughs> some fresh ground Buckeye purple in my purple grinder. Perps on perps. Uh, this is the purple inside and out. It is, dude. Everywhere and there's purple, and that looks like it. I think when you see purple, there's a, something that goes on in your brain with your mouth, and you automatically start to already start the association that you're gonna have some type of grapey flavor. No, it's definitely it had that. Purple color comes with a flavor usually. It's surprising if it doesn't. You said the one that the perps you had, Guru, has has like a grapey flavor a little bit. A little or bit no? grapey flavor to it, yeah. 
Now, is that true or is that just the mind? I mean, it doesn't taste like fucking grapes, man. All right. <laughs> this doesn't taste like grape Kool-Aid. All right. Next one from Green Mountain Farmer. You Colorado growers, what's going on? Uh, that's why they call it the bloom room. He goes, the ice. We're looking at a strain here called ice in week eight. And then next to it, ghost peppers week one. Yes. So, <laughs> I dig you, man. I love, I, I do like peppers. Um, I do need to grow some of my own as well. I grow, I've grown some mini ones here that it is actually, I got one plant for you too, Scotty. It grows the peppers that are like the size of, I think they're called like pectins or something like the size of Tic Tacs. Oh, I love those little ones. Yeah. They're not they're too really, hot either. They're pretty hot, but not psycho. They'll take you to where you think you're screwed and then they stop. <laughs> yeah. It's not like the uh, ghost peppers where you're just like, all right, <laughs> I gotta be alone for a while. Yeah, definitely. But anyway, man, good Green Mountain Farmer. Nice to see some different things going on in the Bloom Room. I totally agree with you. That's like walking through a garden outside that I used to have, and it'd be like tomato plant, pepper plant, pepper plant, tomato plant, canvas plant, hidden behind two tomato plants. That's right. Keep and, it cool. Uh, Keep it cool. Yeah. All right. Here we got one more here on Instagram, guys. Appreciate it. Man. Hashtag Dude Grow Show is uh, from Tanzia. Tanzia. Wait, Tanazi? Tanazi, right? The gardens. That's why. That's why you're the dude, man. You got it. I'm going with Tanazi Gardens, Doctor. What is this we're looking at here? Doctor Who, dry sift rosin dab time explanation point. Bang bang. He says, I got the 190 micron bubble bag, then put the frozen trim in it. Then I shook it for two minutes and collect the sift in the jar. He goes I mean, on, man. He's using wow. 37 micron bags. I put in 3.56 grams. Dude, what is this stuff? This is just looking. I, it's unbelievable. It looks like little. It's it's uh like dabbable. I guess he's making that out of his bubble bags. Is he is that is he scraping that off the bottom of his bubble bags and just making a super fine? No, if you go through these pictures here, you can see his press. You can see he's pressing. Okay, so he's got the, his sift there. The sift. He's pressing. Got he it. Puts okay. The sift so in he's the got press rosin. And then he gets three point one. Uh, three point one. He went in with 3.6 grams, we'll say, of dry sift in his rosin bag. And then he came out with rosin at 1.46. That's not a bad return. Okay, so he's using rosin bags. Thank you. I was confused about bubble bags here. I got the 190 micron bubble bag. That's what I'm confused with. I put the frozen trim in it. Okay, got it now. Got yeah. his frozen trim, shakes it into keef, presses the keef into rosin. Scotty gets things, man. So this is a great way to make uh, solventless this whole process. You know, he's using the, the keef to press the rosin, then he ends up with a very dabbable product, a product I'm hoping you could put in a pen also, because I always have trouble finding okay. products I can put in pens that don't involve BHO or butane. Yep. Um, so that's pretty cool. I'll take it there. Tanazi Gardens. Yeah, nice. Tight work. I think Tanazi Gardens is going to be hooking up at the cup, too, coming to hang out. If you are, make sure you bring some of that shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So moving on up to that's it, man. Hashtag Dude Grow Show. Appreciate it over on Instagram. Grow Talk today is brought to you by the kind folks. Hortilux guys, they are going to get a SE600, their ceramic HPS, um, 600 watt available at the event. So I believe we're going to be giving one of those away. I'm um, actually go hang out with those cats here soon. They're in town just to BS a little bit. I'm interested in kicking their 315. They have a 315 fixture out, and because I've never ran a 315 for one, right. and I have a space for it where I think I could use it. So, shout out to check out their new equipment. And yeah. I heard I got to get. I haven't talked to any of them officially about it. I think LEDs in the works. 
So I'm curious to see, obviously, if you're a lighting company, we all believe here to stay in this game, you know, you got to be coming with some LED. You would think so. Yeah. But those guys are the kind of guys that when they bring something out, it's going to be engineered and uh, not going to be any surprises with it. You know, it'll be have a UL listing, I'm sure. And just just be a, a product that's been tested. They, they, and they, this is not always first to the market with the first, you know, no offense, but, you know, the, the first experimental gear, they come out with quality gear. Quarter Lux does. And the quick stats, this is a four by four. It's a bare bulb, guys. It's all in one fixture. The ballast is mounted to the fixture, covers a four by four area. They say you're going to want it about three foot above the canopy, which sounds right for bare bulb in it um, and distance between fixtures. <coughs> come on, a bare bulb in it. It doesn't lend itself to a meme. Nothing does, sir. Hair bulbing it, <laughs> uh, but a uh, great way to to check out. And this also compare if you guys are HPS growers, you're gonna see this is a light, like a nice light to work in. You can see it doesn't have that just eminent yellow. Right, like it's more of a white light to work under. So, all right, if you're gonna be spending Gro- a lot of time under it. Good old talk here. We have uh, giant organic plant pot size from Ganja Hobo. Okay. So I'm making a transition from salt-based cocoa growing to fully organic. My soil has crab, lobster shell meal, alfalfa meal, kelp meal, glacier rock dust, basalt, neem cake, karanja cake, malted barley, and gypsum dolomite lime. I use recharge and mammoth pea for microbes. This is the base is a mix mainly peat, moss, and cocoa with earthworm castings. Oil, ole, O-L-Y, mountain fish compost. Interesting. Coast of Maine, Stonington mixed. I've heard a good thing about Coast of Maine products. They're just way over there in Maine. Right. Um, and goes on to... Perlite, anyway. rice holes. Man, yes. That's a... Uh, oh, it's, it's here, right here. It says uh, anyone living in the Northeast should look in the Coast of Maine. They also have uh, whatever. So it sounds like he's a pretty, pretty big fan too. Okay, going on. He's always heard or growing organically. You can't grow as big as you can with hydro salts. You know, here's the here's the here's the talk. I mainly grow in three gals, sometimes four or five gals for my longer sativas. Here's my question: Does it take a plant longer to grow? And that's why I, the organically grown plants are smaller. I know you need a bigger container for organic, so I'm planning to use five gals. Since I will be using a larger pot, should I expect the same size as I had in the three gals using salts? I guess what I'm trying to get at is do I let the plants veg for the same amount of time as I would if when I was using my salts? And he's talking about his salt-based nutrients. Right. Typically four to five weeks on topping and usually when the plants get about one foot tall. So some good questions here. Like should he expect the same you know amount of growth? Is he going to need to veg longer? Sure. Growing organically, I'm going to say if you can get into bigger containers, the the more of the rhizosphere you have, the more of the root zone you have, you know, the more buffer zone for organics, I think the better, right? Agreed. Agreed. But, you know, it's funny. We just, you were talking about people coming in and out last week. Uh, Chris from BioBiz was here. I, know, I, I don't know. We, I think he's very corporate, so we have to get permission to air the segment and all that. But uh, we were just talking about the differences. I was saying, oh, so explain to me the organic, because BioBiz is an organic nutrient. And I was saying, you know, explain to me the difference between how an organic is is absorbed in a synthetic, you know, as far as just, you know, A-B testing when you go compare against, you know, a, a, you know, a can of nutrient or something like that. And he was saying that uh, when you use synthetic nutrients, they want the plant to grow big and tall. You know, it wants to grow this tall plant, you know, it wants to, you know, it just wants to grow. Uh, when you grow with uh, organics, it grows like a different structure plant where it grows a much thicker, bushier plant. I thought that was really interesting. 
Yeah, and I do notice with organics, you want to start that way from the beginning. There is a, a transition period. If you take a, you're just feeding a plant salt-based nutrients, um, and then trying to get it over to an organic nutrient, it definitely can have a hiccup. If you go, it can be organics can be slower. Make sure your environment is just warm and like warm and comforting. You want stuff. You don't want to have anything being too cool in your room. Organics struggle on quicker. I feel when stuff's warm and the microbes and everything's going on happy. But I think you, he might say he experiences, man, this is a little bit slower than what I expected, but that should only be the only real slow parts should be kind of like when you first put, it depends also if you're starting from cut or seed, a seed started in organics will do better than like a cut put in organics, in my opinion, because you're going to have that vigor and that plant's going to know from the beginning what it's what it's going after right. versus, versus a cut. That's if it's already rooted or coming out of a clone machine or whatever, you're going to have a little bit of a hiccup there. So You mind if I give a little love to Soup, man? He's always so smart about yeah, this what's kind he got? of stuff. Your pot of soil is like a nutrition battery feeding the plant. The bigger your battery, the longer you can go before it runs out of juice and you have to charge it back up. With bottled nutrients, you can get away with having a small battery since you're constantly giving it a quick little charge with every feeding. So it kind of does make sense, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and so with, with these bottled nutrients, you can give them as big of a charge as you want. If you want to give them a pretty damn big charge at every feeding, you can, you know, um, with, with yeah, he's going to say use 15 gallon pots. If you can, and he says one of his best and easiest grows ever was in a 25 gallon pot. Agreed. Of soil. Cause you don't want to be constantly watering because then your soil is constantly too wet and then it's got to dry out and the bugs come and all that stuff. It's nice to have a 25 gallon pot and water it every couple of days, every few days. Yeah, exactly. All right, man. Hopefully that helped out there with your organic questioning and let us know, man, how it rolls. I it should I think you should get a little bit more dank on it. <laughs> yeah, I All think right, I think it should taste good. I think it should taste real, real good, man. I'm 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 interested in the reason I'm doing all this extra work with organics is I'm chasing that flavor. I had pretty good taste in weed before, but I'm looking for that. And don't be chasing that flavor for too long, bro. You don't want to go out like that. <laughs> I got a comment over from YouTube, man. This is from Chris Siltz, I believe. And he was commenting on uh, me talking about fungus gnats. And he says, I use mosquito bits ever since I started using them. I haven't gotten or I haven't had gnats, but I put them in all my house plant pots every month. And then when I mix soil, I add that into my recipe of super soil. So it's always there. Plus, when I make my weekly five-gallon bucket of water, I add four or five little pieces so that water has some in it. Sure. So basically, he's making a good point here. He's always he's always doing something with it. Mosquito bits, guys. Um, it's actually uh, like dehydrated corn. I think they're corn kernels. It's, it's yours. And that's oh yeah. It's your Israeliensis. It's your it's your stuff, yeah. man. Well, the corn is the carrier sure. for the bacteria powder or whatever they're putting in there. Uh, so it's like a, a pretty decent size granular, if you will. It's nice to spread on top as a top dress or mix in uh, periodically as uh, Chris is saying here. And because it's not one of those things though, if you just start to use it because you have fungus gnats, it's going to take like three weeks at least for it to fully cycle through and you got to keep using it. Sure. But I like, I do like how I keep the granular in hand. A good product you can just grab off Amazon Prime to your house really quick that's used across the board. You don't have to be worried about it being a cannabis specific product or anything like that. Um, but you got to do your other plants too. I, I don't do my house plants as much. And I see obviously when fungus gnats leave one plant or let one plant really dry out, I can see they're leaving that plant. Like when I go to move it or something, they're going to tr go try and find another area because that area is too dry for them to live in. So you got to hit all areas and 
good point there with the uh, mosquito bits, mosquitoers. Yes. Let them dry out. That's the key to fungus gnats, man. Having pots big enough so they can dry out a little bit. At least the top can dry out a little bit, I should say. All right, we want to reusing smart pots here from Skunk Smell. All right, I already got this one, man. You send your wife out for a day of beauty, okay? And you just get the washing machine going, man. Until you F it up one time and your wife always knows that the day of beauty is you're doing something you shouldn't be. Yeah, there's resentment issues there. (laughs) So it goes, what's up, DGC dude, Scotty and Guru? I've been using smart pots for a couple of years now, and I've always started with new ones. I'm thinking it's about time to start using my old smart pots. So my question is, do I need to sterilize these before using them or just shake them out and refill soil? If I do need to sterilize them, what is the best way? I mean, I wouldn't worry about sterilizing my pots unless... Did you have pathogens? Did, oops, did you have problems? You know what I mean? If you had problems, if you had fungus gnats or, you know what I mean, something you know that you don't want to get again, you sure want to sterilize them. But I don't know. What do you think, dude? If I, if I didn't have any problems and everything was clean, they never left the garden, I might just dump them out and uh, put some yeah. soil in there. Or when I use my nursery pots, when I used to use those, I never sterilized them unless I had an issue. When I had PM, I sterilized the shit out of them. I took them to like the, the car wash with the hot you know, pressure washer and shit. Right. Now doing the easiest ones, you know, shout out to Radical Bags. They are a mesh that it's super easy just to spray water through them right in the kitchen sink to clean them up. Like you don't have to throw them in your washer dryer or whatever else you would do, and they clean off great. So I like the reusability um, of those. I think I finally – now I'm on my third one, found a pot that I was worried about too much like mixing in for a transplant, dry peat or cocoa, and then it's going to go through the holes and be a mess or too much – when you water that the water would find the space just to run off to the sides quickly – and it's doing great with both those aspects. And when I just transplanted my one gal, I didn't see which is negative. Like when I used to transplant my one gals because I get lazy with it, the, the the swirling. You see the swirling of the roots keep swirling in circles around getting root bound. And that's bad stuff because, a, you know, you don't want long roots, man. A root only feeds from its head. So if you got a long root, that's taking a whole ton of energy and it only feeds from the tip. So you want a whole bunch of short roots. So yeah, I'm really enjoying actually for the first time in a long time that root pruning, uh, helping my shit stay happy. So that's what I would check out, man. Garden Gear Supply Radical Bags are pretty radical. Coupon code DUDE if I can be that cheesy and just throw it in here, you know? Yeah. Do your thing, dude. Do your thing. Can we talk about newbie growers? Tell me. It says, newbie growers, room almost done. And uh, you reading or me, man. It says, hey, DGC fam, buddy and I have been connoisseurs and distributors of cannabis for over 23 years. So now the final result. Well, we have a little garden experience that we both use to raise live carl in marine fish tanks. Oh, uh, that's cool, man. I, I, anybody that has that experience, because yep, I used to do it a weed, little bit. <laughs> if you can grow, you can grow coral, you can grow weed. Yep. Yeah. If you can grow salt, well, coral in salt water is some of the hardest shit to do, man. If you can do that, you can grow weed, definitely. Well, you're always measuring parameters, right? pH, temp, light, like all kinds of shit, aren't you? Yeah. And I'm sure parts per million there matter. Like that's why they have parts per million. We could have, you know, to the nearest hundred, we'd be fine. Dude, (laughs) they took out a 20K loan, man. 20k loan to create our own grow room environment in a garage and he goes exciting right fuck yeah that's a great budget man bring it where are we going let's go to the store that's um, exciting all right 
I don't know if you want to show some of these pictures while we're talking yeah. here. They went full on. I mean, the room is looking real good. I don't want to go through everything. They got, um, you know, some the ceramic, they're running ceramic metal halide bear bulb fixtures, one six hundred in there. They got proper. Um, they're doing a T five area for their clones. The walls are all perfectly lined out. They got electrical outlets mounted up high at a good level for wall mount fans professionally installed um, up out of the way you know you don't want those electrical outlets all down on the or ground area in a room where you can trip on stuff knock timers with your feet potentially get them wet um, you, your guys room looks fabulous and they're wanting to know uh what else you know here what are their newts it's a shit ton of free newts from emerald harvest three-part system okay and i think they're gonna grow shit man really quick so what are the most important factors man i mean we got 30 seconds or you know a minute or less to talk about the most important factors of of a grow room man i mean i'd say light and co2 are you know of course you have to have a clean grow room with good genetics but as far as just the the room itself i'd say light is really important having a shitload of light uh co2 is a lot you know is, is a lot of time something that will really a boost yield like you guys think you know genetics is something you don't want to sleep on what else man pot size i think that's that important well they're doing they're doing rock wool um they mentioned also well in this room they're they're growing um in a, a sense of like you know i feel like i'm looking at a surgical room here which isn't a bad thing you know this is the, the opposite of the sky this is the opposite of scotty real style Sometimes, sometimes not, not trying to poo poo on you. Hey, no, you know what? <laughs> it, it turns out it's really weird, man. Plants actually like dirt though. It's cool. I hear, I hear you. They're, they're growing in rock wool. They're growing chemical style. Ew. They're using Floraflex. They they're don't using get any full bacteria. On <laughs> full on automated drip and all that jazz. Nice. Uh, he also mentions that um, he's a back surgery patient and my buddy survived cancer. We need good meds. And he's saying being a back surgery pa patient, one thing I always want in a room that is easy to overlook and it's not always an option is how are you going to get rid of your water? A drain is freaking awesome and it's usually can be the most invasive like you're like well that'd be great but i gotta jackhammer out concrete and if you can figure out a cool way like scotty one grow you had you know you built up a, like the floor and had the slant drain it all goes to one side and then there's like a what you had like a sump pump there to get, get, get it out sure sure so you can go into your grow and you could just if you can want to dump reservoirs you go into flush whatever you're doing water goes down automatically <laughs> it's taken care of that can save a lot of time effort lifting dealing with the shop vac um all that stuff so a hey, floor drain what's up i'm just looking at this system man and with the rock wool and all this and you were looking at how clean it is right well, it's never been used yet as well, but yeah, gotcha. clean construction, good looking room. So my point is there's a lot of, you know, it's empty. So you better either keep that, the, the bacteria want to come to that room. You're going to have a lot of water in there. You're going to, you know, you're, you're going to have uh, moisture and heat. It's an environment where things are going to, you're trying to make plants grow. Well, bacteria are living things too, and they're going to try to come and grow. So if you're, if it's completely empty, get ready to see, you know, green stuff starting to grow, algae starting to grow on the, uh, you know, on, on any kind of rock wool that's exposed to air and just, just, I mean, it becomes, it's a vacancy. You got a complete vacancy there, man. So I am a little bit concerned that, uh, there's no microbes in the picture. Yeah. As far as in this regimen and stuff, just in general, I don't, I don't know if the, Oh, I see what you're saying. It, it's, it's since there's no, it's like, it goes with the saying, there's no defense up. Yeah. Something's coming, you and know, there, something's good. Bad guys are coming. So you might as well try to fill it with good guys first. And, and yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know about Rockwell. I'm not a huge fan these days. 
Yeah, I'm not either. Just to this, I, yeah, it's just beautiful. Seems room. weird. It seems an unnatural to me. I'm not saying you can kill. You can kill it with Rockwell. Don't get me wrong. Oh, it's not natural. It's spun rock, man. They take no. I said it seems so unna- <laughs> yeah, unnatural. I'm, I'm being sarcastic. It is a little okay, bit making sure they're, they're taking rock and burning it, man, and then spinning it in a centrifuge. <laughs> so I don't know. It's a weird fucking bastardization of nature. <laughs> It is. How do you come up with that? And, and I mean, I the room is absolutely beautiful, by the way. I'm just talking if, if you're a new grower and you're getting into this, trying to fill uh, your pots with good microbes. So because pathogens will show up and when they do show up, let them be out competed. Oh, there's tons of good microbes and they're being reintroduced every weekend, even if it's cocoa or peat or something, but just something that can carry those microbes. Well, one of the other major influences for me is I'm an outdoor grower, too, for veggies and whatever is. When your rock wool's done, I hated throwing that shit out. I mean, I just – if you have a yard at all, even just flowers or bushes or whatever, throwing your used grow room, cocoa, peat mix, living soil, whatever, and even mixing it into a, a grass yard and building your turf where is awesome. And a rock wool's so insulation. An, it's literally stone wool insulation, you know? Yeah, there's nothing really to do with it when you're done, you know? I, mean, I guess you could try and compost it maybe. It's rock. Uh, <laughs> 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 Good luck. All right. You can turn it back into rock. All right, let's take a quick break. Come back, got another Grow Talk question. Check it all out, dudegrows.com. Please get your Grow Talk questions up over there. Much appreciated. Love to cover them. Uh, and other than that, uh, we'll be right back. All right, let's do it. Hey, dude, time for a change. So many bottles, so much synthetics. Remember the soil's where it all starts. Just open your heart to grow it better. Hey, dude, compost is great. Loaded with microbes and with good minerals. Just pouring bottles over the top. Of good soil won't make it better. And anytime there's a new strain, hey dude, refrain from asking the plant if it is hungry. Don't you know that it's the moon?
energy can't stop after it starts so let's use our garbage to grow weed better 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 yeah Tell me who's slinging the recharge. Oh, come on, man. Let's give it up. To, you know we got to go to Michigan. Madison Heights, Michigan. Come on. We got to give it up to Northern Lights Hydroponics. Uh, they just crush it up there. They're so strong. Thank you, guys. Michigan, thank you for your support of recharge. Uh, just been absolutely amazing. It's a strong. I mean, we've got California out there, and Michigan just crushes it. The, 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 by far the biggest, uh, uh, the, the biggest consumer of recharge and soil biology. They just get it, man. I appreciate y'all. Right on. I will give it up to uh, the next Grow Talk question here with PH Rise. <laughs> Deal. From Guy Gahart, G-A Gahart. Simply put, I feed my cocoa at 5.7 to 5.9 pH. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> What's the name? Gahart. What? Gahart. Okay, got it. All right. Gahart. Sure. Gahart. What do we got? I feed my cocoa 5.7 to 5.9 pH. It keeps coming out. It's six eight to seven point oh. Is it because I'm not feeding enough? Question mark. There's a lot of variables here, but when I'm looking at those numbers, I don't. Well, first off, I barely. Maybe I'm a bad. I don't measure my runoff unless I think I think there's a problem or something's going on with the canopy. Just due to I, I've always watered in at this level. I've always used this water for X amount of years. I never have any problems, so I'm not measuring my runoff uh, to see what it's at. I'm sure it's probably the same. The thing is, that's not a horrible runoff, six, eight to seven. But why is it so high? Normally, when I, my runoff is lower, you know, because the roots are pulling ions out of that solution, and then what's left is leaving the pH higher. So well, that's that's a good thing that it's that it's so much higher. I mean, it. I really can't tell him without looking at how his plants look. But no, that's not. I appreciate that's not, one word. That's in the acceptable range, and it's not completely outrageous. It's not like it's eight three or something like that. So, is there is there a certain time when the pH is going to raise and lower as far as far as uh, you know plant stages? I noticed that with I swear when I did hydro when I was you know in hydro deep water culture you got to be a pH Nazi, and that yeah when I went to bloom. It we'll would change. Th- we'll I think, think it like well, dry. think about it. You're changing what type of nutrition is going to be in like grow, grow and bloom inherently are different nutrients that are in there, yeah. different salts that react different ways. So yeah, when you change something like that, you could expect a pH change. 
Yeah, I always say if it's not super high or, or super low, which he's in a good range for runoff there, just like Beast in the East is saying, five five seven of seven zero isn't a bad range for runoff. The plants are looking nice. I would assume it's something in the soil biology or chemistry making the change, which it is. So don't sweat it, man, if your plants are looking good at all, which they would be. That's a, that's an acceptable runoff for sure. Yeah, I don't know the. It, it, I don't know. I appreciate the simplicity of the question, but I don't know the answer to it without a, more details. God, I used to be just horrible in hydroponic retail when it's leaf, uh, leaf. Let me tell you about my leaf problems, buddy. And they don't have a picture. Sometimes people would actually bring in a leaf. Right. And that could help. And then you got to, you got to get the whole plant picture. It's like, you, I got to see what your whole plant's doing and looks like, you know, and I'm no pro at it. I don't, don't get me wrong. I right. am not the master of, you know, looking at, I've dealt with problems before, but Regardless, uh, sometimes it's going to be tough. Give us some pictures, man. Yeah. You're probably the dick that just told everybody they had root aphids. That's yeah, probably root aphids, man. Just cut the thing down, man. root aphids. Buy this. Yeah. I'd probably cut it down and move if I were you, man. <laughs> some dude. People have done it. <laughs> They've gotten so bothered that they moved. All right. All right. Let's get ready to put it in the bag, guys. Bring it on over to the DGC Cup, April 14th. Send an email. Put it up. You guys got questions? DGC Cup at Gmail. DeGroves.com forward slash DGC Cup. Yeah, really looking forward to hanging out with everybody. Q's going to be there, man. Q's Cuisine. We're going to be hanging out. He's got some good barbecue, collard greens and whatnot in the food truck, so come hungry. Golly, I never thought I'd like collard greens, but I do. <laughs> All right, let's do some shout-outs. Let's give it up to Freaking Wizard and Natterboy. Sunbeam and Lanket Wage Cook. Yeah, just look that one up, dude. Joint Strain and American Slave. Milkweed, a.k.a. Urban Cowboy. <laughs> and PMC. All right. Chronic Customs and Vester Lettuce Toke. All right, guys, take it easy. Peace out. Stay higher. I'm just going to go read the Urban Dictionary for fun. <laughs> Make sure you spell it right. Take it easy, dude. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss says is to take a little break, that means we're lighting up a tube. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good boss it's just weed, it's just weed In my toolbox there's a bomb Some people start their day off with a pill It's what the doctor says to do They shake their heads at natural medicine Go ahead and try something new It's just weed, it's just weed I like to keep the good vibes on It's just weed it's just me I like to smoke it out of me Just look at how he's being paid.